Okay, I just finished recording just to find out that I never recorded an intro. So, good evening everyone. I'm Danny, and this is Through the Eyes of a Slut. A very chaotic, very distracted, very ADHD and gifted burnout child podcast. I hope you buckle in, enjoy, maybe make yourself a favorite cup of tea coffee or alcoholic beverage whatever helps you get through this thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the episode okay guys we're back with another episode today um and let's see this episode is definitely not starting out at 9 p.m with me drinking a cup of black coffee out of a plastic cup so that's that's the title of the episode today drinking black coffee out of a plastic cup sounds like an indie uh like record it sounds like an indie album i'm not mad at all actually i should come up with names like that for all my episodes anyway once i get god drink my coffee ah uh, this has been a pretty chaotic past week for me um found out one of my exes was stalking me it's fun it's always a little terrifying you know to open up your OnlyFans and see a message from someone saying I want some answers can we talk this is your ex when you believe for the past year they they didn't want to talk to you and had no interest in your life so that was quite a throw but you know it brought me actually once you know I got past the shaking and the fear it brought a lot of things to mind which is what I'm gonna address today also a good deal of the reason why I'm doing another podcast right now instead of waiting for what I'm supposed to film our record which is on Monday is because I've been listening to one of my favorite new podcasts called Dirty Rotten Church Kids a hundred times bigger than I am I think I say that because I have one subscriber and they have like a hundred or something like that you know Um, but they are these two guys um and they talk about religion and things involving religion and they've both deconstructed and rebuilt or not rebuilt rebuilt partially and they've been a huge inspiration to me so i listened to them for like six hours i shit you not six hours today and i decided it's time for me to um to make a podcast so now that i That's a pretty long intro for me. Nice. So now that I've done that, I'm going to actually get into the episode. Okay, drink of coffee done. So, oh shit, I just bought a new hoodie and it doesn't have like a kangaroo pocket. That is disappointing. Anyway, so I've realized 
Arbor has a lot of things. Today was like a huge introspection day for me. I realized a lot of things about myself and about the way I view God and about the way I view church and about the way I view myself. And there was a lot of, oh, I'm sorry. A lot of self-discovery today. But the main thing that I want to talk about today, I talked a bit about in my blog. Um, so I'm just going to regurgitate it on here with a little bit more absent-mindedness and a little bit more ADHD tangents. I'm not currently talking to my family right now. Um, that's due to... Um, ways. Well, I'm not talking to them much. I talked to them a little bit, but I'm, I'm basically not talking to them. That's due to things surrounding me leaving the house. I did not leave on great terms. They are not happy with my choices. Those choice, the main choices being that I left, that I'm a sex worker, that I'm a practicing witch, even though I still identify as a Christian and that I'm queer um so and before anyone gets like you know this is one of the things that I realized today is that I can't be upset at them and I've been wondering like obviously you know I would have appreciated a little support and understanding but I get it like I I get why they won't let me talk to my little sister because they feel like they have to protect her from me. It's because it's what the church teaches, right? If you look at the church I was raised in, it's a conservative Calvinist church. That's where I got my main spiritual formation. And there was a lot of fear, right? They said other churches talk about the love of God when really they should be focusing on God's wrath. So there was a lot of, I wouldn't say it was like hell and fire brimstone stuff. It was like mind fuckery. <laughs> like it was like some super villain manipulating gaslighting you shit. And um, so like having that influence as well as, you know, being told that being gay is a sin and that it's a choice and so if you let your kids be around people who are gay they are going to become gay and it's going to pervert their view of god etc etc i disagree i mean obviously i disagree as a person who is queer and non-binary i would definitely disagree to choice uh because I tried to convince myself for, you know, almost 20 years that I was a straight, cis, het girl. And none of that is true. <laughs> I am a pansexual, non-binary, non-monogamous, not a girl. I joke that I'm a part-time girl. I'm a girl, but I don't actively practice it, you know, kind of like uh, guilty Christians, like, you know, the ones that go on Easter and Christmas. Anyway, that was first tangent number one. So, uh, damn it. Okay, I'm going to have to 
take a break here so I can remember what I was saying. Be right back. I remembered. So the church talks a lot about fear and really pressures you like, right? My old church, we all read out of the same translation of the Bible, which was the pastor's favorite. Uh, we sang the same songs from the same group, groups, there was like three of them that were the pastor's favorite. And like you weren't taught to question anything or to explore anything because there was always a fear that like you'd be tempted, you'd be you know, lured away and, you know, that you would, you would lose your faith, even though I came from Calvinist, so it was more of a, oh, they're not going to lose their faith, they're just not going to come back to church, and that means they were never a Christian. Which, man, Calvinism, Calvinism, that is... Ugh. You know that one TikTok where it's like, it's like the, where is she? Where is she? And then you hear the slap noise. And people used to do it about like people barging into heaven or hell and like hitting someone. Yeah, I'd fucking do that to John Calvin. I'd slap the fuck out of that little bitch. The amount of shit in my life they ruined, John Calvin ruined. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's beside the point. Sorry, I'm getting some incense out. I need my jasmine incense. So, oh, this smells so good. Oh, damn it, where was I? Oh, okay. So, we're taught a lot about, like, fear and how doubt, it, at least I was taught, that doubt in of itself is a sin. So, you shouldn't doubt and if you doubt, it's a sign of a weak faith, and you need to do some evaluation to see. You need to read your Bible more, or you need to read these, like, four pastor-prescribed books that are exactly by, like, preachers he trusts, etc., that are, like, I remember reading, oh my gosh, so, I've read so many books about purity, and about fighting sin, and about why other religions are wrong and how to argue religions like I, I joke that it's like joke not joke that I was went through seminary by the age of 18 um, because I had so much information about God and the Bible and the church and how to like push that on myself and other people that I felt like a pastor sometimes um, I thought that was my calling, and I was actually planning on going to the mission field to go, hopefully, to Russia and just not come back. But thankfully, COVID stopped that, um, as well as finding out that the mission was a little bit of a cult. But anyway, so really COVID started a whole lot of my religious deconstruction and kind of not even deconstruction, reevaluation. Um, I came out as queer to myself um, during COVID, as well as like a few select family members. I came out as non-binary to myself, which honestly was one of the most like. <sighs> of course, I I 
I can't believe I like didn't recognize it. Like I was the kid that as a kid that hated being a girl because it didn't feel right. I always wanted to be a boy. But then like I also didn't want to be a boy, but I just really didn't want to be a girl. Like that was me. Like I wore the same pair of jeans and some nice button-up shirt which just screams lesbian for like a year and a half to church every single Sunday. So, yeah, no one should be surprised. I started sex work during OnlyFans, which was it's a whole thing I'll get into later, but I love my job, I love what I do, um, and oh shit, I forgot to include the name of this podcast, in it. anyway, I love what I do and I love my job, um, I just hit 200 followers on OnlyFans, which is great, but one of the things that, you know, this, sorry, to go back, okay, I'm going to put a break right here so I can start making sense, gather my thoughts, and then make sense in the next section. If this makes no sense to you, I'm so sorry. I understand if you stop listening, but welcome to my brain. This is why I should not have a podcast, or at least should have a podcast co-host that helps keep me in check. Anyway, the whole point of this was to talk about the how one of the things that I struggled with as a Christian, as a practicing, active, very active Christian, is if God is love, why are Christians known for their hate, right? Like, which is really the reason why my family and I aren't talking right now, to wrap it all together, you know, is that if, if, if we're, if we're love, if we're supposed to be called into love, then why are we known for being racist, for being sexist, for being homophobics, for being anti-immigrants for being, you know, white nationalists and white supremacists and for being victim shamers. Like, why is that what we're known for? Why are we known for our hatred if we serve a God of love? And I think it's because it's a way for the church I didn't talk about this in my blog. It's a way for the church as an entity of its own and pastors as their own little like church kings to keep control of a people group because if people are encouraged to go and be love, then that leaves them free to adapt that to what it means for them. And then pastors have no control over a congregation because, you know, Love may look like not going to church. It may look like going to a different church. It may look like going to a church sometimes, you know. and Or it may look like doing things the pastors doesn't agree with. And so the church as a whole, and I believe Christianity, not necessarily Jesus, because I, I think Jesus would have a serious, serious issue with the Christian church for like the past several hundred years. But I think he would have a real issue nowadays because the church is no longer about him necessarily and promoting his message. It's promoting the church's message and what the church wants. 
and I think that is pretty fucked up, to be honest. I've been watching the show with my partner that I adore. Oh my gosh. So oh. it's this like animated show. It's called Transylvania or Dracula or something like that. And I guess it's from a video game, I guess. But all the characters are super hot and there's like a bunch of fighting and gore and I love it. But there's this, the whole premise is there's this doctor at the beginning who she goes and she like kind of seduces Dracula and it's super cool so that she can learn to work with science because she had to go to a vampire to learn to work with science so that she can actually heal people, not just, you know, pray the, pray the COVID away. Like she wants to learn actual science to help people. So she does this and she helps people. And she ends up being Dracula's wife, and it's a really beautiful thing. But then the church finds out that, you know, she's a witch, meaning that she's healing people or helping people heal themselves, not through the church's power, which means that they're losing an avenue of income and an avenue of power. Obviously, that pisses them off. They feel threatened. They go. They kill her. They unleash Dracula's anger, and the whole show gets better from there. But I think it it's so real. It's so real. Like, it, it just opens up so many questions in my head, as I'm still definitely in the middle of my deconstruction right now. Figuring out, like, why are we so opposed to other religions? Is there a heaven? What does heaven look like? Like, I... So I'm a very active practicing witch. I work with other deities in addition to Jesus. Um, I, but I still call myself a Christian, very much so. And, I'm, and partly because I'm terrified to not call myself a Christian. Give me a second. I'm going to take a sip of coffee and reload my thoughts. Anyway. The point that I want to touch on in here and that I touched on on my blog is that because of this fear, unconsciously, you are more worried about what other people think than what God thinks, right? If God knows everything, which is what we were taught, God is like Santa and sees you while you're sleeping and knows when you're awake, knows when you're bad or good, right? If he sees, or they, I don't believe, God goes by a gendered pronoun, but if they see everything and, you know, have not killed you, struck you down yet, then that means that the church is the one that's going to have an issue, not God. Other people are going to have an issue. So, like, when my ex popped up, just brought back all of this, like, guilt and shame, I had a lot to work through, and it made me realize that I have not had this issue with God. I have not felt the gut-wrenching fear of, oh, I've let them down, or, oh, they're going to think badly of me. And I had that fear with my family, and I have that fear with friends. Like, And so now that my family knows, it's, it's a relief, because it's like, you may not like it, but you know, but I know there are friends that, you know, aren't going to be friends with me anymore after they find out that I'm queer or they find out I'm a sex worker and it, it breaks my heart. 
but I don't want to be afraid anymore. And I think as I've been sitting with my thoughts today and kind of listening to these podcasts and just mulling over things, I'm not afraid because what's the worst they're going to do? Send me an angry text telling me that I'm going to hell? Bitch, come on. I, while I was in the church, I am happier now, technically, quote-unquote, funny ears, outside of the church. I am happier and more at peace now than I ever was in the church. Ever. I went to church, you know, a couple times a week. I did all of the reading. I read my Bible for hours every single day. I was researching. I was fucking miserable. I would spend hours every night crying, praying that God would kill me so that I could stop stop sinning. As a 12 and 13 and 14 year old, as a kid, you can't tell me, you can't scare me anymore with the idea of hell because I have been there. I made myself and the church made my life a living hell because I was constantly worried that my boobs were too big or that I had lied and that that was the final sin that was going to tip me over the edge of Jesus' grace. But then that means I'm doubting Jesus' grace isn't big enough and doubts a sin, so there's another sin. Hell, I've threatened myself with hell for years. You think you're going to scare me? I can just block you. It's done. Blocked. Moving on. Next one. Like, it's so relieving to think about. And I mean, I can't even really, circling back to like the whole church using fear as a thing. I said this in my blog. I can't really, quote unquote, blame or get angry with just like, your average churchgoer. I mean, I can when it's about, like, stubbornness and refusing to learn their own and just, like, you know, getting nursing from the teat of their pastor. But, like, you know, go and do your own research. But, like, uh, when it comes... When it comes, like, there, that's what it is, though, is that you're taught not to go and research. You're taught not to explore. You're taught not to doubt because... Like, you know, that's all sin. And maybe it's a sign that you're not a real Christian and that you don't really believe. And so my issue is mainly with the church and the church as an entity, less with the people. My heart goes out to the people because those are my people. That was my whole world for such so long of my life that, you know, I, I want to love them in a way that they don't realize or can't accept they need to be loved. And that's really one of my life goals. I mean, aside from being a millionaire, you know. But I'll get there. Right now, they can't accept me. Right now, their eyes cannot, are not open to that and they can't accept that. Which I understand. It makes me it makes me a little sad, but you know I get it. Um, I three years ago I wouldn't have accepted me either. 
which is terrifying and sad to think about and say, but I wouldn't have. I wouldn't, I would have believed that I was a temptation to my own faith and wouldn't lead me away from Christ. Funny enough, I probably would have had a crush on me, but I, I would have ultimately been afraid of me and pushed me away. So, yeah, I guess that is the, I need to come up with like, I'm going to do a My Favorite Things uh, segment, kind of taking that off of Dirty Rotten Church Kids uh, podcast. Um, but, uh, so I'm going to, you know, take a little break, drink the rest of my coffee, drink some water because my throat sounds like absolute shit. And then come back and tell you about some things that I've been enjoying recently. So, okay, talk to you guys in a bit. Okay, so, some things that I have been enjoying recently. Number one, I'm drinking it now, it's right next to me, is GT Dave's Kombucha. Well, it's just called GT's Kombucha. So... I am a huge fan of kombucha in general. My favorite thing to do is take some kombucha, take some like berries, and then take some coconut milk with ice, put it all in a cup, and it's absolutely delicious. Put alcohol in there if you like alcohol, but I I just enjoy that, you know. Another thing I've been enjoying is uh okay, this is kind of weird. The their name is Lo-Fi Girls YouTube channel. It's just like, you know, that one girl that sits and, like, writes in her notebook. Um, I am obsessed with listening to that. It's actually playing in the living room. You can't hear right now because, you know, I don't want to get sued or something for just stealing their music. But I love their... I love that channel. It's very calming and relaxing. And it, like, makes my ADHD brain slow down somehow. Um, another thing I've been, another YouTube channel that I've been absolutely fucking absolutely obsessed with is Cody Co's YouTube channel. Um, they also, he also has a Cody and Co YouTube channel and a Tiny Meat Game podcast, which he does with his friend Noel. Oh my gosh, he makes me laugh so hard. Um, and he actually does a podcast, he does a, he does a couple of videos about Girl Defined, which is something that I want to be tackling at some point later because they were a huge influence in my life and I, I feel sorry for them, but also they piss me the fuck off. So anyway, been binge watching Cody Caro. I love his humor. I love his comedy. Uh, not bad looking either. I love he and his girlfriends relationship they're so cute um other things i've been loving candles um i've got a couple candles from uh target and i love them i just got a moonology oracle deck which also i love um and then i got a couple i got a new tarot deck i bought a fuck ton of books recently um we uh my partner and a friend of ours and I went to this like metaphysical crystal shop. I spent so much money. I got the coolest shit though. And I also got several books. Oh shit, that one has a that crystal's a crack in it. Fuck. So I need to go back and get some herbs, but 
I have been loving my new pieces. I got the coolest garden agate. Look it up. It's amazing. Um, I also got some really cool, like, I'm looking for things to point out. Ah, honey calcite. Uh, they have really beautiful selenite. I got a selenite charging stick. Things, ooh, clear quartz, things the, every, oh, I got the most beautiful piece of tree agate. Just helpful things with your witch or just, you know, interested in the energy of stones. Definitely look it up. Uh, definitely look into it. Stone magic, magic in general, color magic. Those are all things that are super important to me and big passions of mine. So that is, those are my favorite things currently. Um, and coffee, which is no surprise to anyone. It's now, oh jeez, okay, it is now like 9.30. I am finally done. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't, I am the wrong person to make a podcast because how, I'm a smart person. But my brain cannot stay focused for the life of me. And for some reason, I keep telling myself, oh, I don't need to script. I'll just keep in mind what my blog post was that I just wrote. Sweetie, I love you, but you can't even remember, like, the most... Like, you can't remember what time it is. Or anything like that. You can't even remember something to call yourself out on right now. Like... Yes, you can remember your best friend from second years, from second grade's social security number that you heard one time when you were two, but like, you can't, you're not, you can't do this, so I'm either going to need to find a co-host or I need to get a fucking script. Although I don't know, maybe, maybe the chaos is good. Um... Where to find me if you're the one person listening to this, you can find me on um, TikTok at at Neptune and Silver and on um, Instagram I am uh, it's underscore moon underscore magic spelled M-A-G-I-C-K because I am clever with a K so anyway I hope whoever is listening to this has a great night don't forget to drink your water take some deep breaths and I don't know. Do something for yourself tonight. Actually something. Not just stuffing your face with food or not eating. Take some time. Figure out what you need and go do it. So have a good night, everyone.